Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. These are the Keishi tapes. You man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. John Eulett and Favaz time and rebroadcasting some of our interviews here via the podcast and talking about the hosts, talking about the guests, talking about everything involved. This particular interview was one that Favaz did with Rick Ocasek of the Cars. John, this is one of those interviews that I did not know I had. I had no recollection of speaking to Rick Ocasek. Isn't that crazy? It, it is. And, you know, he passed away a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, I would have been on it, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. But I had mm-hmm. no idea until I came across this tape box. And it, it just says Ocasek at mm-hmm. the top. So I put it on and uh, there there it was. And I interviewed him back, I think it was around 1997. It was when he had a solo record coming out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was not a big Cars fan growing up, uh, you know their their music just didn't mean yeah. a whole lot to me. The techno rock, techno yeah, pop just, didn't, just didn't, didn't get you. No, yeah, and I remember him generally being a very quiet, low key guy, not interested in really getting out in the media very much too. So, getting him as an interview was also a pretty special thing. I'm I'm sure that he probably didn't want to do <laughs> the interviews because yeah. he's on satellite, so he sounds. Like he's sitting right next to me, but he really wasn't. And I'm sure he did a bunch of other radio stations. But uh, at the you know at the same time, um, we're going to see how he was because I I have not heard this since yeah. Yeah. 1997. Probably. I have no recollection of yeah. anything like that. And I I know I have a bunch of them too. You yeah, know? it's and crazy. It's almost embarrassing to to even admit, but it's true. Yeah. You know? All right, let's get to the end. And it's on real to real. Oh yeah, it's on real to real. It's a little muddy. You're yes. you're probably. And past experiences, people on the phone sounded clearer than you, yeah. and you were talking into a professional microphone. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's All weird. Right, here we go. Yeah, we're having level like this. Ah, uh, you're perfect. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. Favaz from KC95, and with me on the satellite, not the telephone, is Rick Ocasek, formerly of the Cars. Rick, how you doing, man? Uh-huh. Doing all right? I'm doing pretty good. Hey. I have a good delay in my voice. I know. I can hear it in my headphones. Hey, uh, Rick Okasik has a brand new solo record. It's called Troubleizing, and it's your fifth solo project. Isn't that correct, Rick? Yeah, that's right. And um, we've been playing Hang On Tight on Casey uh, on our oh, m- good. N- new music show, 61 Minutes and stuff like that. I don't think anything ever came off of a Rick Okasik album that was successful. Nope, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, how long did this one take? I mean, I didn't even really know that you were back in the studio doing another uh-huh. record. Well, the whole the record, the actual recording of the record didn't take too long. It took like about six weeks. Six? Wow, that's pretty quick. Prep for the record, you know, I wrote for months and months, uh, and uh, you know, for the past few years, kind of or two and a half, whatever, I've just been producing other people's records. I had done about four or five, and then I just uh, felt compelled to like you know do another record, and uh, so. The writing was, you know, six months or so, and then the actual recording six weeks. Wow. Everything in sixes. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to talk about all of your uh, production stuff here in just uh-huh. a little bit, but let's talk about Troubleizing first. Mm-hmm. Um, it was produced by Billy Corgan, and why don't you tell people how you ran into Billy and how he came to be involved in this project? 
He is of the Smashing Pumpkins, of mm-hmm. course, for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, for, I ran into Billy actually at one of his live gigs uh, here in New York City. And, uh, and then we just got together, you know, a few times, half a dozen times after that, um, just hanging around. And uh, my original intent was to make a record with, you know, artists producing. And so uh, obviously Billy is an artist and uh, <laughs> not a producer, so he fit the bill perfectly. And uh, I liked his obsession with music. He's a good songwriter. He's a good, you know, musician. So I, I uh, had Billy do half the record and, uh, you know, put his heart into trying to produce something. Did he play? So he brings in a musician to produce an album, and some musicians never produced an album before. Yeah, and he's just willing to just let this guy let learn, have at it. learn on his <laughs> on his album on his dime. Yeah, <laughs> the record at all? Oh yeah, a lot, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, on um, well, all the stuff he produced, he, he played uh, practically well any keyboards, and I, I certainly did my guitar stuff. But he did guitar, and then uh, his drummer Matt Walker played drums on the stuff he produced, and sure. Melissa. Uh, Oftermar from Hole played bass, right. actually on the whole record. <coughs> yeah. On your other uh, solo projects, were you? Did you get an outside producer for those two, or uh, did you? I do usually those? did have one. Um, for Beatitude, I didn't. For a first solo record for Geffen, I I just did that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other ones I did, yeah, I had producers for that stuff. Is it still fun after all these years? Oh yeah, music's great, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love being in the studio and. It's all great fun. Uh, yeah, he is what we had heard he was, very soft-spoken. Yeah, and, mellow, yeah, very, but yeah, he low key. he's a big deal. He, yeah, oh, he yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Even at this time, he was he was a big deal, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And married to uh, uh, Paulina Petrakova, yeah, I think it mm-hmm. was her name. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Once again, we're talking with Rick Okasik. For- and the, the butt of many a joke, too, yes. you know? Yeah. You know? Why would she want to be with him? Because right. he was not a really good-looking guy. She was a model. She was a model, yes. And he he just seemed kind of dorky and quiet. And but you know what? Uninteresting. He's yeah. a rock star. But that's, that's probably why. what it was. <laughs> yeah. of the cars, and now, of course, been on his own for a long time. The new record mm-hmm. is called Troubleizing. Are you going to go out and tour behind this thing, Rick? Yeah, I'm going to go out in October, November. Are you? Yeah. Play some small clubs and stuff like that? or Yeah, I think so. Or small theaters and clubs, yeah. Um, t- tell the people, just, uh, I mean, I, I know the answer to this, but uh, mm-hmm. talk about some of the other people that you have produced uh, over the years. And I'll just go throw out a couple. Bad Religion and Hole, of course, come to mind right away, especially the last mm-hmm. Bad Religion. I could hear you. It just seemed like I could hear you on that record oh, I for think some reason. Uh, but, but, but who else have you produced over the years? Well, I did uh, the Weezer album. First Weezer album I did, uh, Not a Surf. I've uh, done the Bad Brains, a couple of albums for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romeo Void, a lot of records for Suicide Alan Vega. Um, he did a lot of um, alternative mm-hmm. bands because that's what the cars were. Yeah, yeah, they were. Basically, in the beginning. When they first broke out here at Casey, our listeners hated them. Yeah, I yeah. bet. They said, get that punk rock off the air and. It was a slow progression, but once they broke through, man, look out! They were huge. Yeah, Black Forty Seven, just a bunch. Wow, a lot of them. <laughs> well, what's more satisfying these days, producing you know people like that and making that happen, or recording your own stuff? 
Well, both are equally satisfying, but I certainly uh, consider myself a songwriter, you know, first, and uh, that's probably the most satisfying thing. Uh, and then the second most satisfying. Yeah. He wrote just about every car song. Yep. Yeah, him and he was uh, Ben Orr. Ben Orr. Yeah, yeah. Ben Orr has also passed away. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, touring is third. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time that you were out on the road? just on your own oh i haven't you know i did some european tours for a couple solo records but i haven't really been on the road too much and uh i actually haven't missed it yeah um really because i was on the road so much with the cars for right. so many years plus i got a hot wife and i'll stay home with her <laughs> right for such long periods of time that um you know i certainly wouldn't want to go back out for like eight months a year or anything like that right um but this will be fun because I haven't been on the road for a while, and and uh, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I guess just a couple months at a time would be yeah, no that can, that's handleable. Would be no big deal. Mm -hmm. um, I got to ask you uh, about the cars. Uh, Greg Hawks, of course, plays on this record. The uh, mm -hmm. keyboardist of the cars. Do you, are you in contact with Ben and, and everybody else that was in the cars? Or uh, no, not actually. I haven't seen some of them for years and years. Really, uh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know Elliot Easton lives in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um. I haven't seen Ben for, you know, seven, eight years. Really? Wow. Um, and I've seen Greg a lot because he's right. kind of hung with him anyway. Right. Um, but I haven't, uh, you know, we sort of, uh, our contact sort of dwindled. <laughs> well, this segues <laughs> into my next question then. With all these reunions that are going around, is there ever going to be a chance of a Cars reunion? Or do you foresee that? Or? Remember when Todd Rundgren went out as the uh, vocalist with the Cars? Yes, I think he did. Yeah. 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 What do you think about no, that? No, actually, I don't see it. Um, I don't think there will be. In fact, I know there won't be. Tell us um, why. Just because I feel like it's been done already, and I don't really want to... Uh, Hang out with Ben Orr and Elliot Easton wow. anymore. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He doesn't like them. Yeah. You know, bring. Uh, it was a great experience when it, when it was going on, but I, I think we left in a good spot. And I, I really wouldn't want to. I, I usually don't want to do things that are in the past. I usually want to do things that are in the future. Are there any Cars tribute bands out there? None that I've that no, I know of. I know. Mm -mm. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I I always look to the future, never the past. How many How many records did the Cars make? Um, we made six albums. Um, and the greatest hits. Wow, seems like more and than that. Compilation. Those don't count. <laughs> seems like more than that for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I know it does, but it's not. Do you uh, do you still find it uh, satisfying? I guess when you go to different cities and you pop on the radio and you still hear cars in just about every city you go in. Yeah, I still like hearing it, and uh, the sound fresh to you still. Good and and uh, you know I, I'm uh, proud of those years. I thought they were good years. We're talking with Rick Okasik of the Cars here on KC95, and uh, we're talking about Rick's new, brand new album. It's called Troubleizing. Is that in stores? Because I had heard, uh, when I was playing the single, it said it was going to be in stores on August 12th. Was on yeah, the back of the it's single. Yeah, in stores now. Okay. For sure. I think, it's, I think it actually just got to stores, so about two weeks ago. Really? That's it? Because I remember yeah. playing it, and it said in stores on August 12th, and then... Huh. And then I was like, hey, "What's up with that?" So, do you think you're gonna, <laughs> do you think you're going to be? Uh, is this going to be a tour just like on the East Coast, West Coast? You're going to come to the Midwest, St. Louis at all? Yeah, or? I'm going to come to the Midwest too. Um, you know, I'm probably going to play those smaller places, but I, I certainly like to touch everything. I, I remember St. Louis and uh, remember playing there. 
Yeah, do you, do you have any memories? Over the streets. Do, do you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, lay one on us then. Can you really remember? Well, I just... I mean, do you remember uh-huh. like the, like where you played in St. Louis and stuff like that? Or oh, do, do those things come that are, are in your memory? <laughs> well, the names of every arena are not in my head, but I can picture the hotel having a balcony. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty generic sort of enough. grandiose and beautiful. Really? And uh, don't you have a beautiful train station or something? Yes, we do. Union Station. In fact, that's where the KC Studios are located. Yeah. So I remember that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Know. And uh, I remember a couple of used clothing stores. Uh-huh. One of the streets. <laughs> that's right. Hullabaloo was one of them. I think they're closed. Yeah, he always looked like he was wearing used clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you shopping there, definitely. Um, <laughs> who, um, who haven't you produced yet that you want to produce? Um, who catches your John ear? Lennon. <laughs> Besides him, no, actually nobody. I really don't have any aspirations to produce anybody. Um, they just come uh, to you. I I pretty much take it when it comes. You know, I, I listen to lots of tapes. I have tons of tapes at home, and uh, people ask me, and I just kind of go through it. And when I really feel, you know, inspired to do a particular, you know, group, then I just jump right on it and stay with it. Now, do you have I don't have anything in the, like in the back of my head that says, you know, I, well, I really wished I could do, you know, that X band, mm-hmm. you know. Who do, who do you like right now that's out? That not not talking about people that you've produced, but just yeah, in general, who who do who's catching your ear these days that you think is pretty cool? Well, I love Joel as a songwriter and her voice. Yes, definitely. Um, I like. Uh, any Dead Can't Dance album. I like uh, Sneaker Pimps. Uh, Sneaker like Pimps. Sneaker yeah. Remember them? <laughs> no. Where well, are I mean, those? Casey didn't play them, but, no. but Sneaker Pimps was a band, was an alternative band. I don't remember them at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. What else could I ask you? Uh, Troubleizing, once again, is in stores finally, after yeah. I've been telling everybody that it was going to be August 12th, back in July when I had the, the first single. <laughs> And uh, hopefully we're going to see Rick Ocasek uh, sometime blowing through St. Louis in October, November. Is that when you said you were going to be out? exactly. And uh, Rick Ocasek, uh, formerly of the Cars, and now on his own, actually been on his own forever. And this is his yeah. fifth solo project. And uh, it's good to hear you back on the radio doing your own thing. And, oh, that's and, good. And Rick, uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you here in St. Louis. And thanks for taking the time to talk to us at Casey. Well, thanks for having me. Okay. There you go. Okay. I don't know if he... Uh, Oh, hey, thanks, Rick. Okay, bye. See ya. Okay, <laughs> bye. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Interesting interview. Rick Ocasek. Yeah, wow. Good thing you found that. Yeah, um, I'm glad we got it out there. You know, it's, uh, like I said, a couple of years ago when he passed away, had no idea that uh, that I had talked to him. I, I don't remember it right at all, so, right. but I did. Well, he's easy to forget in terms of his conversational skills. You know, he just yeah. doesn't really stand yeah, out. He doesn't isn't say like all that much. Yeah, he's not a interview. You know? No, nothing funny. You know, he's, so. not, uh, he's not entertaining. Yeah. But he had a lot of good things to say there. Absolutely, he did. All right. He said that will not be a Cars reunion, and he was correct. Yes, and we also understand he doesn't like uh, some of the members <laughs> of the band anymore. No, you said that. He yeah, didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right, uh, that's episode 139 of the Casey Tapes. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. On Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. Bye. See you next week. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.